G'day and welcome to Breaking the Making. This week we have an extremely talented artist, it's Medhanet. We chat about the Triple J Like a Version with the Holy Holy Boys, um, how that came about, why it takes so long to uh, release songs for her and um, how her catalogue differs from her live show. You're the first Tasmanian artist I've ever had on um, in two years. Um, so I didn't even realize that that was, I just hadn't, you know, really looked into that music scene that much. How is it down there? It's beautiful. It's very diverse and where I think a lot more festivals and opportunities for people to play and connect are cropping up all over the place, but it's a really rich and beautiful scene, uh, ranging from all sorts of electronic music to DJs and acoustic and indie lots of lovely band scene as well so yeah i can highly recommend if you're looking to travel anywhere and immerse yourself in this local scene it's it's worth doing that's interesting because like you wouldn't think so because it's so small um mm. like but it, it's cool that um the music scene seems to be thriving um so you're not going to be in brisbane for big sound um i'm heading back up just for a couple of days got a few meetings and things but i'm actually heading to Hobart next week to play um, a support slot for Alex Astronaut down in Hobart. I'm super keen for Big Sound, but Alex the Astronaut mm-hmm. supports pretty. Um, that's that, that's worthy. Um, that's mad. Um, <laughs> I did find you a couple months ago. Um, mm-hmm. How I guess a lot of people probably found you from that like a version mm-hmm. with yeah. Holly Holly. Um, have had Oscar on before and mm-hmm. amazing dude. And I did like I remember writing your name down and I remember following you. And mm. it would be like, um, oh, I'll, I'll get to her music eventually. I'll get to her music eventually. Yeah. Um, and I've done that with so many artists. And like, yeah. I do eventually get there, but it did take me yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'll do it on the weekend. And then like, I'm two months later. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, when I was on YouTube and I just looked at the mm. Like A Version again, and that's one of my mm. favorite Like A Versions mm. of all time. Like it's yeah. the way that it uses the two mics, um, the way your voices go together. Um, I can't, I found myself like repeating it just so I could kind of hear your little bit because I had no idea who you were at that point. Um, <laughs> so I was just like, wh- where have they plucked her out of? Yeah, um, yeah. And I-, I love it that those lads do that. Um, yeah, Been in the same for ages and they're, they're great. Um, how did mm. like that come about? Like did they just reach out or have you been friends for a while? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much. Yeah, it was a insane experience and not something that I ever expected to come my way at all especially with such a uh, a gorgeous band that I yeah I'm the same usually listen to or, or watching on YouTube or whatever it is so to be in that studio with those guys was incredible but um a little while ago um well Tim Tim's actually from Tassie and he runs a festival called Panama down here mm. and I played that festival a couple years ago um and before that had jumped up on stage. Oh no, just after that. Yep. So I played the Panama Festival and then just after that, Tim invited me to sing one of their other like versions, Green Light, on stage at a Tassie Festival mm. down here called the Basin Concert. And so I jumped up and I sang sang Green Light with the Holy Holy guys that night. And that was incredible and really special. And I just kind of thought, that's pretty massive and like, you know, that's that. And then I guess um, I work with Jack McLean, a producer. Um, down here he's half of Sumner electronic dance music band and he was doing a little bit of work with Tim so he was kind of in 
in the Tassie kind of scene where I was for a little while. And then, yeah, one day I just got a call from him and he said, how'd you, how'd you like to do some backup vocals on <laughs> Like A Version? And I, of course, was like, absolutely, but also kind of scared to death. Um, I'll try and fit it in the schedule. We'll see how we yeah, go. Yeah, look, I'll try and make it work. But don't get your hopes up. So that was kind of, that was just insane. It was really insane. And then I, yeah, flew to Sydney and we, sh- we, yeah, we did it. And I, yeah, I'll be forever grateful. I just can't believe, I mean, I think that says a lot about them as people and about them Such as a band to do that, to like be like, oh yeah, little artist from, from Lonnie. He's like mm. making music in a bedroom. Like, yeah, come with. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that, that in itself is like how insane. It's going to be in my top 10 for top 100 this year. I love it so much. Um, uh, but like they are they are some of the nicest dudes in the beers. I remember um, I did like a Q&A thing mm-hmm. on the podcast page like maybe 12 months ago or something. Yeah. And like this pod has come so far in the last 12 months. But um, I remember putting – someone was like, oh, who do you, who's like your um, dream interview? And I tagged mm. Holy Holy and the Veronicas. And Oscar replied and goes, we're not the Veronicas, but I'll jump on. Oh, that's so lovely. And I was like, that was like, like, I don't know, one o'clock in the morning and I cracked open a beer just for that. So it's like, they don't don't have to do that. No. How, like, how cool is that though, that like they thought of your voice to go on that like a bit? Yeah. No, it's so beautiful. And, and like, that's the other, like, like you said, I really resonate with that. Like, they don't have to do that. Much the same, like you know, replying to a DM or whatever it is or something you've been tagged into, but like just picking up the phone, giving me a ring and being like, how would you want to do that? Like that's mm. a very grounded, beautiful, genuine way of going about things. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I will say I'm supporting the Veronica's later on, so maybe I can sneak a mic in for you towards the end of the year. You can oh. throw a couple of questions my way and yeah. maybe I'll just oh. Oh. It's actually really, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think I've said this on a podcast before, but I'm yeah. getting, um, and I hope no one steals it, but I'm getting mm-hmm. a tattoo of oh. um, the Veronica's um, Untouched like album mm-hmm. cover thing on me. Mm-hmm. As um, you just because I fucking love them so yeah. much. Um, As you should. Fuck, that's I'm so extremely jealous. Um, <laughs> what what type of doors does like being on mm. a like a version like that open for you? It's been a few months now. Mm. What's kind of come from it? It's an interesting one because at the time that aired, I had finished my tour with Penal. Um, and was had done that but was fair fair bit off having like another release out and a fair bit like pretty far away from having released the year before so mm-hmm. I think if anything it was just maybe a bit more chatter maybe a bit more social media traffic followers and people Networking kind a bit more. Of, yeah yeah and also people reaching out obviously like people actually reaching out to me and saying I enjoyed that or whatever it was or I was a big fan of Holy Holy um, and hadn't hadn't heard a few what's on for you and so it was a really good reminder for me to keep it keep it pushing and keep up with I guess I guess when there's lulls in your kind of career it's pretty um pretty easy to lay off the socials I guess and go a bit quiet so uh, it was a really good reminder to me that you know if your face if your face keeps popping up then you know you might as well try and try and keep it pushing from there lighting the fire yeah. a little bit um yeah so absolutely. the new song is friends yes
obviously going from that like a version and then listening mm. that's the first song that i listened to um mm. it's not what i was expecting at all yeah um, yeah but it's very like like indie Halsey-esque. Yeah. Um, MGK, if he had a decent singing voice um, <laughs> with the Aussie twang in there as well. Yeah. Um, I love how all of that comes together. Um, oh, does that, like, you don't mm. release that often. It's like a song every year. <laughs> um, but, like, and then I listen to the mm. other tracks and, like, they're, it's quite a swerve off. Does that kind yeah. of show the growth from you in that time? Mm. Or are these like older ones that like you just had a bit of a, a phase in? Yeah. Releasing to me is such a funny concept and something that I struggle with in the sense of I don't ever know if my cat Spotify catalogue or, um, you know, streaming platform catalogue is always the best reflection of of me as an artist, in, as, of me as an artist in its entirety. Um, because, yeah, like you said, I... If you come to one of my live shows, it's like really centered around like 808s and like a good trap beat and like centered around like, I guess, between intricate lyrics and then like some decent flows and that kind of thing. Um, and then what's landed on my Spotify, I mean, her is just like sad. And then same things is like a bit more poppy, kind of, you know, like decent baseline, like but still quite organic um, in its kind of in the bass, but a bit more electronic drums, that kind of a thing. Um, and then by the time we get to Friends, it's like a big indie, big indie chorus. Um, and I can definitely tell you that there'll be more, by the end of the year, there'll be more songs on Spotify. But even then again, all those songs that we're looking at right now sit in completely different genres as well. So I think for me, it's just been like, I know for myself that I sit in maybe, I don't know, three, four different genres when I look at my mm -hmm. kind of Dropbox. But what is on my Spotify, I don't feel fully encompasses that. And that's only a fault of my own. I mean, um, having free songs out over um, three years. I, I, I was going to say, um, <laughs> there's only one person that can change that. <laughs> and that is you. That is me. So, yeah, I think it's just like a matter of trying to get that live show um, to be kind of translated in the Spotify catalogue. But I, I adore friends and her and same things. It's just, I don't know, it's a the balancing act isn't it it took me a while like when i was writing mm. this like what i think about friends i was like mm. there's so many things going on in my head right now mm. so many ways i could describe it could mm. take me 10 minutes mm. <laughs> um so like i guess that's um my favorite thing about your voice is like it's it's like the aussie twang you have in it is Cheers. really quiet at the end of it i love mm. that and everything like great gables like a version the best thing about yeah. it is the Aussie twang and it's all just gives you the goosies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that. I, I love that a lot. Um, so, yeah. and that's kind of why um, you can hear that in your like a version with the boys as well. Mm. So that's what brought me to your page. So um, that's the main thing that stood out, but then everything else kind of just um, uh, complements it. Thank you. So we're talking about songs coming out trying to get out of that one song a sure. year kind of thing yeah <laughs> um for for the rest of the year i know you're um supporting alex jackson which is cool but when are we to get 
the next song. It's got to be soon, surely. I can let you guys know that you will not be waiting another year for music. And we should have a couple more singles out by the end of the year. Um, and as per usual, they'll be confusing genre-wise. But, you know, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm so fine with that aesthetic of just like, you never know what's going to come out. Um, right. Yeah, a bit of chaos. That's good. A bit of um, chaos. I like that. Yeah, keep everyone on their toes. So, yeah, I'm super, I'm just so stoked that, I don't know, releasing to me is really high up there in priority because I do feel like having, like, all of those lovely opportunities with Holly Holly and Pinal and everything have been incredible. Um, and I do want there to be a body of work that I'm really proud of on my catalog, like streaming catalogs and everything. If people do choose to look me up after shows or anything. Yeah, to have a look. Like, it's always so hard to get into an artist yeah. if there's, like, not a catalogue. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, when you find a new artist and there's 10 songs there, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. What a time Thank to you. be alive. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, give me a good 10 years. Give me 10 years and I'll have 10 songs up. I don't know if I can do the podcast for that long. <laughs> um, maybe we can check in and, like, I might give you five years. All right, just yeah. Two songs Compromise. Compromise is important. Yeah, and that's common ground. I like that. Um. Last question. <laughs> You've got until, like, now, I know that's the musical goal, but I want a mm. personal goal from you. Sure. You've got until 11.59, right. December 31st this year. Okay. What's that one thing you want to do mm. that would just, like, cap off your year? Mm. You have to do it, though, because I will be checking. I would really like to play another interstate show, whether it's a support act or whether it's festival or even if it's, you know, if it's for Pinal, um... But I, I am really, really, really hoping that, that opportunity comes up again um, and play. Probably not, because I'm living up in Brisbane, I'm going to classify interstate as being, you know, somewhere other than Tassie and Brisbane. That's what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to go for. Um, and yeah, ideally a, a Manhunt set, but um, any opportunity to play is a crazy one, so... Yeah, that's my goal. I will be holding you to that, so you've got like four months. Okay, that's fair enough. Clock is ticking. Also, uh, you can have it. You can have it booked, obviously. But true, right? And you should venture down to Tassie. Mm. You should do it. I think you'd love it. Come over the summer, and there'd be so much on. I reckon you would really love it. I think the last time I was in Tassie, I would have been eight. I feel like that's what everyone says. It's kind of the same as the Canberra vibe. Everyone's like, oh yeah, I went in year six. And everyone seems to go in Tassie at around eight to ten. Yeah, that's like the furthest I've gone. I've never gone overseas or anything. And I remember going to like Port Arthur and some snow. Some big big train thing you've got there, apparently. Oh, true, Um, yeah. Yeah, you went to all the sites, didn't you? You hit them all. Yeah, just you know the, the normal normal family <laughs> yeah, stuff, but you yeah. know couldn't couldn't go. I couldn't go to a gig when I was eight. Like <laughs> I asked mum, but she just wouldn't let me go. She just wouldn't let you go. Well, now I reckon I reckon you get past the door now. So give another go. Go again. <laughs> I'll give it a crack. Uh, Manhattan, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Thank and you. um Keen to hear those songs by the end of the year. Beautiful. Thank you so much. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you go listen to the new track and um, if you can catch her at a show, if she's supporting or whatever, make sure to go see it. But that's it for this week's Breaking in the Making.